send it out. Like people want this stuff. Like don't don't be selfish with the information. Like if you're swimming up river, like maybe you should drag some people along with you. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours and take what's ours. One of my uh, goodwill, you know, book finds. It's uh, I'm almost done with it. I've, you know, and he's just going over it, just basic stuff, right? This is from 2009, but it's just one of those things. It's like things, things I, you know, but you just, you know, he just starts breaking it down, like for building your, your, your following doing it. And I'm just like, you know, like, like, are you leaving comments on, on these people that follow the same things, you know, the hashtags or whatever, or people that are interacting with you and, and, and people that follow other people. And, you know, just like, it's, it's just so basic stuff that we just forget about it. Right. We're, we're, we're doing like, I okay, produce content and everyone's going to see it. And, I mean, sometimes we even forget to just go interact with the community or people that are interested in that stuff and even interacting with them just to get them, you know, just to build it more. Um, and, and even that, like, just that, a good example of Mr. Reese saying, you know, do 100 videos and, you know, come. It's just a lot. We, we kind of forget, too, that we haven't even, <laughs> we haven't done, like I was looking today, I'm like, I've had my Instagram since, I don't know how long it's been, but I think 2019, Okay. And I only have like, and I only have like 800 posts on there, right? Right. I don't even have, I don't even have like, that's not even, I haven't hit a thousand yet. I don't even have, you know, a lot of posts. I mean, I've been posting a lot more recently, but you know, Gary talks about it even. He's like, you, sh- you post once, you know, like he, you know, I'll watch his video. You post once a week and you expect things to change, you know? He's like, <laughs> yeah, no, though, right? like, it's like I saw that video. The this guy, they're at like VCon or one of the conferences, and. Yeah. These fuckers, they come up to him, they're like, we want to change the world. And he's like, excuse me? You want to change the fucking world with one post a week? Are you fucking kidding me? He goes, you're absolutely nuts. Get out of here. And he was kind of half joking, but he, I mean, yeah. he's 100% dead right. It's its one of those things that we're all fighting for attention. And if you only give, if you only give the platform fucking, you know, one post a week, you ain't going to grow. You just, unless you're going to do some clickbaity fucking thing that is just kind of slimy and it's but even then you need to be more consistent oh for sure i mean right like even if you do get one one sensational video right you have it it's just you still have to do more like it's it's not it is still putting in that work and he he was even talking about from 2009 like people that did you know he kept talking about blogs because at the time you know that was still a thing but you know just like doing a daily blog, like daily stuff, you know, and, and, you know, we try, I try and do daily stuff, but it's like, we, we just, we forget that's like, man, it needs, it is that much more, you know, to, to even get decent at something or whatever it is that we're doing, whether it's sales, whether it's getting good at a skill that we want to then talk about, then, you know, monetize. It's just like, you just got to put in freaking reps on reps on reps. (laughs) That most people are like, Oh, I did it. Like, a hundred times or even the same thing Alex Mosey talks about it, you know, with trying to, uh, flyers or whatever, you know, hit the, is it a gym or tanning thing? He's like, I put out like a hundred flyers. So like we do 5,000 a week. Oh, just as a test run. <laughs> yeah. Just as a test run. So, you know, we all, we all kind of like think of the stuff we're doing as a lot when it's really like, that ain't, that ain't shit. <laughs> well, I, I realize as I'm learning more and more about this stuff, Dude, it's the same shit. 
Like it, like history is repeating itself over and over and over, and you can change platforms, you can invent new things, and there could be new, uh, you know, new ways to share information and get attention and all that stuff. Like back in the day when it was radio ads, you know, how do you get someone's attention? Or it was direct mail, or it was through email marketing, or through social media marketing, you know, advertising on Facebook. It's about drawing that attention, and it's all it. It all comes back to the same thing. It's about it's it's about doing the basics, and if you get in front of more eyes, and you test, you know, at a larger audience, you're going to get a better, you know, you're going to get a better grasp of what you're actually delivering, and you got to do it a lot. Like it, it's you know, it's it's funny because I'm I'm going through this process of of growing our uh, our Adventures Three travel uh, travel channel which mostly like right now we're traveling in an RV. So we're trying to be hyper consistent. Like every Sunday we post a long form video. And the one thing I recognized was when you, when you post that video, you can't just, you can't just post it and like, forget about it. That's not how this works. You know what I mean? And every job that you go and execute on or every, every task that you might need to do, it's, it takes some follow-up too. Um, one of our most popular videos, which has, I think 20,000 views. It was the second video that we ever put out. It's got over like a couple hundred comments and like probably 50% of those comments are just me responding. And then another like 30% of the comments are people responding to my response. And one of the things that I've, I've, I've learned to kind of get more views. If a video starts getting traffic, and it starts getting comments, the way that you can push that video to do even more views is by interacting with it. So the one thing that I did was um, in the video, I tried to pit. There's, there's these tactics, right? There's these tactics to get more views, right? So one of the things we, as the Adventure 3, we don't want to be, we don't want to be that channel that like is clickbaity. We want to actually provide like value, entertainment, and we want to inspire other people to, to do what we're doing. But some of those things that I know how to get attention from is to piss people off. So the second video that we ever produced kind of pissed people off and it made them question what we were doing. They were like, they had all these negative comments and it's crazy because I started interacting with these comments and the one trick that I learned to get more comments was I would just ask the person another question. And when you're interacting with them individually, all of a sudden the people who say super negative shit don't even respond to you. But then the people that say some funny, you know, kind of half-assed comment and then you kick back with another another comment and question all of a sudden they are now interacting with you on that video and all of a sudden that you know just one comment turns into 10 comments and it's a, just a conversation that you're having with that individual and i think that's one way that we found uh you know if we do get a video that is getting a lot of comments we have to be on top of it in the sense of interacting with that video oh yeah for sure and, and like as soon as possible you know, not not leaving it for for hours because then people will forget about it. They're not on social media anymore. They're doing whatever. So it, it is. Uh, I, I've seen that too. Yeah, it's valuable to you know like, comment, though. You know, get have feedback or, or respond, uh, which a lot of people though don't. You know, because there is a lot of negative comments. But even those, right? Even the negative comments. You know, oh thanks, thanks for the you know whatever. Thanks for the support. You know, because I think Gary ta talks about it. Is it's like. They took the time, even if it's a negative comment, 30 seconds out of their life to leave a comment on your video, whether it's good or bad, all attention's good attention. So like they took the time, you should still 
thank him or, or whatever. So, well, and it, you, you might as well. I mean, it's it's funny. I I made this post on Instagram today. I've, I'm trying out this new tactic with my personal brand, where I actually handwrite in a notebook, and then I take a picture of the handwritten notebook, where you know whatever message I want to share with the world. And then I post that image onto our Instagram and then on, on my Twitter. And it's funny because I immediately got a negative comment like, oh, this is, you know, this is, this isn't what my financial advisors told me. And I just, I simply, then I responded with a bitchy comment back and almost like challenging them to, to keep it going. And it's, uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll see how it, we'll see how it pans out. I, I love the, I love the negativity. It, it energizes me and it makes me, you know, it makes me recognize that I'm doing something different, which is oftentimes uh, an indication for me that I'm doing the right thing. Oh, exactly. I mean, we talk about it every time. Any, any, anyone that's just leaving comments telling you to slow down or, or whatever it is, you know, you're going in the right direction, right? Because those people are, uh, you know, the crabs in the bucket, kind of. You know, whether it's someone you don't even know, but they're still, you know. Uh, that's that's not what so and so says or whatever it is. Yeah, you're you know you're doing something right if you're getting that type of feedback. Um, it, shoot, it, it's still to this day, you know, uh, doing doing seventy five hard. You know, getting people tell you to slow down and shouldn't be doing that or uh, you know take it easy. And it, it's just like okay, cool, you, I'm going in the right direction. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent, dude. It's it's one of those things that um, you know when you're going with the flow, it's 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 usually the wrong. It's usually the wrong direction. And the best example I can give to you is a river, all right? A river heading to a fucking cliff, all right? If you're hopping in the river and it feels great, it's awesome, everyone's going with the flow, and then you realize that you're going to die, okay? You need to swim the opposite direction. And I think, I don't know, this whole growth in social media thing, I I, I started, I got I got checked. My wife, my wife likes to check me a lot, and I go, you know, I just, I don't feel like I'm in the right spot to start giving you know, the knowledge I do have to those that might need it because I'm not, I'm not quite to the, where I want to be. And she goes, are you freaking kidding me? Like how much would you have paid to get, to learn the knowledge that you have right now? And I'm like, well, it took me like five years. She goes, exactly. Like send it out. Like people want this stuff. Like don't, don't be selfish with the information. Like if you're swimming up river, like maybe you should drag some people along with you. Uh I think that we we get no matter where we are, but we we forget because we we look at everything from our point of view, right? Even if we're not where we want to be, right? We're we're there's so we have so uh, a way to go, such a way to go. But we forget though too, and that's even why you know I was kind of bringing up, hey, let's deep dive into something, and even basics, because there are those people that are behind us that even need like the most basic knowledge, right? It, it could be some something as simple as, hey, do this, set your camera this way. Uh, use your timer to take these pictures or, hey, there's this cool feature in the iPhones for when you're recording or, hey, using iMovie is, is all we use when we're making some of these videos on the road. It's super easy. Our computer was down and, and this is how, you know, you can make these cuts in iMovie just from your phone. You know, we, we we use these things and we don't we think that everyone knows it, right? Well, yeah, you take it for granted. That's for damn sure. For sure. But, and, and we feel like, man, we could just go with super basic things and people can find, find value in that. But just cause where we are, you know, advanced or a little bit more advanced than, than the average person, we just think, Oh, well, everyone knows that. And well, we, we, well, let's, so let's dive into something basic. Let's pick whatever you want. 
and and I'll, uh, I'll 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 give you four categories to pick from. Okay, it's my four like go to categories in life. Right, it's health, wealth, uh, family, and fun. What which one do you want to pick? Oh well, man, you, you know me. If, if we're going to any of those things, I'm I'm always going with uh, health. You know, because that's that's just a big thing for me uh, that I just enjoy. Uh, on top of that, like you know, just going adding things that happen in my health and, and getting more knowledgeable about that. I mean, there's so many people that I feel can benefit from it and, and that need to, but that choose not to though. All right. So let's, let's dive into health. That's let's go back to the basics. Okay. Let's go back in time. How, how many years do you want to go back, Nate? What you want to do? Like you want to do a couple years, you want to do 10 years. What, what do you think? Oh my, uh, <laughs> What do you mean uh, going back? How, like, how like, because because right now you're at a point in your your physical fitness career. You're you're at a point in your mental health, you know, you know, position where you you know you're you're several steps above everyone. Like, how far do you want to go back? Like, what what basics do you want to teach? I mean, we we can even go back. Man. Let's just let's just say even going back six years, right? Seven years, right? For where where we first met. Uh, I mean that yeah, I was a completely different person then. You know, I was still in the fitness, but you know, I was probably more over, not I don't even say overweight, but my I didn't have the the kind of body you know that I even have now because of you know eating crappy food, sitting a lot, not you know uh, just freaking always in the car, right? Always on the go, you know, stopping at fast food and eating all that all the junk food that there was and you know, you start putting on weight uh, because you are eating this stuff and you're doing a lot less activities. Well, for me, if, I was. well, for me looking at you at one point in time, you were, I, I'm not going to say you were not very impressive six years ago. Okay. I, I, I said you were kind of, you say overweight. I say kind of scrawny. Like you were, you didn't have the, uh, you know, now I look at you and I'm like, oh shit, that guy's that guy's got some arms on him. You know what I mean? Like that's a guy who, you know, you don't want to take a right hook from. All right. Back then it'd have been like, that guy better shoot me. You know what I mean? So what I mean, what has changed? Like what is what is the thing? Is it is it been strictly diet? Has it been, you know, finding a proper workout plan? Like what is it, you know, going back to the basics, what was those, you know, first couple steps? I I think well. So for me, one the I guess what really changed even even here. Let's just even go go more recently. Over the last two years, year and a half, um, one of the biggest things has changed is like right. I didn't know I had a medical condition, I, and that was limiting to me to go back to that where I was looking pretty scrawny, but I didn't know why. I was working out hard, you know, as, as hard as ever. Uh, dedicate, you know, every every day working out, dedicated eating, you know, eating a lot of food and, and I didn't know what was going on. Uh, then I found out, right. That I'm diabetic and that was what was holding me back. All of a sudden got my blood sugar where it should be. And man, I, I put on, you know, 10 pounds of, of weight and muscle, mostly muscle in, in, in like two weeks. And it's just crazy that, that something like that, right. Just not having the correct blood sugar, your body, doing doing things that you don't know is it's doing kept me from being at a at a, a more muscular it literally was was keeping me down and I didn't know it right so getting healthy or, or when you find if you I, I think is always the biggest thing now now that that's happened is like man get 
get your blood work checked to find out where you are. Like, are, are you healthy and is your body healthy? Is there something that maybe you're not missing out? Okay. If that's good, then, you know, then now go into your diet and, and start doing the optimal amount of nutrition. You know, are you eating enough protein, drinking enough water? Um, are you, you know, when you exercise, are you, are you actually exercising? Or are you just going through the motions, you know? Are you adding more weight? Are you doing different things? You know, that's actually building muscle or are you just there at the gym, mostly on the phone, working out your thumbs and, and a do a little bit of weightlifting in between, you know, you go there for 45 minutes and you really only worked out for 15 minutes, maybe <laughs> and the rest of the time, you know, in between sets, you're on the phone and dragging out your workout. Um, kind of long winded there, but you know, obviously the biggest thing is, is what you're putting in your body is, is very important. Uh, Working out, yes, but what you're putting in is going to change and and get you where you need to be. So if I was going to go back to the basics, I would because I'm I'm a I'm a weirdo. I'm I'm a guy who who takes a very interesting path with my physical fitness. I I go in stretches, all right, and until I hit about probably 32, 33, 34 years old, I didn't really pay attention to my diet at all. Like I could really eat anything and it didn't really affect me. As long as I wasn't sucking down like, you know, 12 beers a night, I was, I was in pretty good shape for the most part when it came to the diet. It just, I, you know, I've got this metabolism that, you know, was just, you know, it was, it was youth. But now as I'm getting older, I think, you know, if I was going to advise anyone to go back to the basics, I would tell them, find something Find something in your diet that you enjoy, okay? And for me, um, the fastest way that I can lose weight uh, in the healthiest way is I do the carnivore diet. I love meat and fruit. Like if if no one ever showed me a vegetable ever again, I would I would not miss it. So you know, choosing something that is is not difficult to uh, to stick to. And then my next suggestion would be um, weightlifting um, to a point. And then also increasing your cardiovascular. So, um, I, for example, I had a buddy who um, was super serious this last year about getting back in shape. He wanted to lose a bunch of weight. He ended up losing like forty pounds. He he stuck to this uh, he stuck to this diet, which was you know um, that catered to his lifestyle. He's one of those tech guys that sits in a chair all day, but goes to the gym. And for whatever reason, you know before, you know, he'd go to the gym all the time, but nothing would change. He would get stronger, but he just, he wouldn't lose the weight that he wanted to. He didn't want to get to like a healthy level. And so over the year, he lost like 40 pounds, looked incredible. And he goes back to, he goes to his doctor and his doctor's like, holy shit, man, like you were, you were pre-diabetic and now you're not. But unfortunately you've got, uh, you've got high blood pressure. It's not good. And, uh, we're gonna have to put you on some medication. And he calls me up and he's just fucking bummed. He's like, dude, I've been lifting weights. Like I go to the gym every day. Like I eat healthy. Like I don't drink as much as I used to. Like I'm drinking water all the time. Like I, I felt like I figured it all out. And I'm like, what, how much running do you do? He's like, oh, I fucking hate running. I don't, I don't ever run. I go, dude, you need to train for something. You need to get some like miles under your belt. And it's one of those things that I would have never suggested, honestly. And, and like, if you would have talked to me two years ago, I'm like, hey, you don't need to run. Do some jumping jacks. Get your heart elevated. You'll be fine. Like, just lift weights. Get big. But as you get older and, you you know, you, you just want to be healthy, you're not trying to be a fucking Sam Solik or a bodybuilder or the next Arnold Schwarzenegger, I go, dude, just just go run. And uh, sure enough, he continued to go to the gym and he just started putting on miles. He would do like six, seven miles 
uh, a week and it went like a month went by in between his doctor's appointment goes back to his doctor check his blood pressure and sure enough blood pressure solved itself he doesn't need medication he goes dude you're right like i told the doctor i was like yeah i just i kept working out and i just started running and all of a sudden everything kind of works itself out and i go yeah man like it that's the one thing that i didn't think i really recognized or understood is having that cardiovascular where you could put yourself in a in a place of uncomfortableness for several minutes at an elevated heart rate and all of a sudden things you know things are working better and uh that's that's probably my my suggestion for anyone going back to the basics find a find a healthy diet something that you enjoy and then you know hit the gym go for a run and uh another thing that i would i would suggest is stretch uh that's probably the one thing that has helped me out over the last two years to prevent most of my injuries um it's just being more flexible plus it helps in the bedroom that's what i heard okay getting out of bed you know well, it's even going back to the basics more, right? Like, okay, let's just say you're trying to lose weight and, and what your, you know, what your friend was trying to do. It, it, what that running adds to it as well is right. Your the basics is you need to eat less calories than you burn. If you're trying to, you know, you need to be in a deficit, right? If you're burned two two thousand calories a day, you know, you should be eating about sixteen hundred calories of food a day. You know, what d- depending on what you want to do or, or you're trying to grow, you got to eat more calories than you're burning. But, you know, that, that's a super basic. And, and to what people really, I think, need to do is, is really look at what you're eating. Because it, it, sometimes it doesn't need to be extreme, but it, it's, you know, are you drinking those Dutch Bros coffee every day? I, got, I see, you know, people on Instagram, you know, always posting that Dutch Bros or Starbucks. And, and it's not like the basic coffee, right? Not just black coffee. Or <laughs> yeah, they're drinking 900 good, calories. Oh, my uh... gosh. 900 calories with 55 Dude. grams of sugar, oh, 100 yeah. grams of sugar. Like, I guess tons of carbs and, and that's what you know people don't they'll be like oh well i'm i mean healthy relatively you know blah, blah, blah. but they're adding that drink every day with your empty calories just straight <laughs> sugar and and it's and it, and it affects you right like in but and it's just simple right just hey just cut that out every day dude just, it's it's the that. drinks and it's also the fucking condiments Oh my God, dude, it cracks me. They're like, oh, I, I'm meal prepping, you know, I'm eating chicken and rice and you're like, what the fuck is next to it? They're like, oh, that's my, that's my ranch. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like it, you gotta, you gotta pick a healthier side. Okay. If you don't, if you don't like it, like that's fine. Just add mustard instead of fucking ranch dressing. I mean, good God, you're consuming 300 calories of ranch. Or season it better or something, right? Like it just. It, 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 or but or there's there's alternatives right i mean there there is zero sugar or fat free uh, of these things you know don't you know you don't want to have excess of those too but you know it's finding finding the alternatives and really you know looking at it counting it or or measuring it out because because that's the thing too sometimes people hey a little bit's okay but you yeah like you said but you got a freaking whole container for a little bit uh, piece of chicken right you're like dunking that thing in the ranch it's covered it's dripping off you know you're you're uh your hot wings or whatever you're, you're eating. And it's just, it's, that's just adding, right. And it's just those little things that we don't think about, but they do add up, especially if you're trying to change, you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to look better. Um, just really got to get disciplined and, and cut things out that you're, you know, eating every day. Well, and it, another, like another basic thing I would suggest anyone, um, is intermittent fasting. Dude, it's one of those, dude, it's changed my life. Oh my god, it. People used to tell me all the time, like, you know, what, you know what the most important meal is, and I'm like, I don't dinner. They're like breakfast. 
I'm like, what do you have for breakfast? They're like, you know, my Cheerios, cup of sugar, you know, oh. fucking <laughs> co- my coffee with fucking 80 milligrams of fucking caffeine and fucking 55 grams of sugar. And I'm like, dude, you're going to fucking kill yourself. What are you doing? Like, that's not healthy at all. Um, I, I would suggest anyone like um, intermittent fasting is probably, if you can't pick a diet, um, you know, you got to kind of eat somewhat healthy, but intermittent fasting probably was the one thing that uh, was probably my introduction to like some type of uh, like diet. Um, and that, that really helped me dude. Like only eight hours of eating is, is pretty, you feel really good. Like you don't really like one, you, you get up in the morning and you're like, damn, I feel skinny. And it's like, yeah, motherfucker, you are. Cause you didn't eat it fucking 10 o'clock at night last night. You didn't eat the bag of chips that, you know, looks so tasty in the, uh, you know, in the cupboard. Well, and, and even just to kind of go back to the breakfast thing, it, especially if you're trying to put on weight freaking breakfast is like critical. Like what, um, you know, I'm trying to hit a certain amount of calories or, you know, certain, certain everything, right. My macros, if I don't have that big breakfast, right. Where I literally eat near close to a thousand calories. It makes it so hard, you know, during the day. Cause a lot of my meals, my meal preps are, you know, certain, you know, they're healthy and they're, you're talking about four to 500 calories a meal. If I, if I don't start the day off with enough calories, I have to eat so many meals, and if I'm not eating enough, I'm like, man, it's it's freaking ten o'clock at night, and I still have a thousand calories to go in, in my, Nate, my healthy. Ain't meals, nobody so got your off. problems, okay? You're the only <laughs> fucking diabetic that's got to eat a thousand calories before fucking nine o'clock. Holy shit! Oh my gosh, this is not the it. Someone's gonna click on this podcast and be like, oh, this. I, I jumped on this guy's diet. It's amazing. He said eat a thousand calories before fucking nine. And I'm like, no. No, three thousand calories for the. Uh, actually, I probably need to up it. You know, I've been I've been doing three thousand calories a day, but that might not be enough. If you want to lose weight, do not follow Nate's diet. Okay, I don't care who you are. Do not follow it. Okay, the rest of the the rest of the ninety nine point nine percent of the world, you need to intermittent fast, find a cool diet you like, and work out. You know, forty five minutes a day. No, for sure. I mean, if like I said, if you want to lose weight, I can help you with that. Right? Hey, this is what you need to eat. This is some healthy eating. You need to stay out of the. We, we talk about this, right? Say it's basic stuff, right? Go go to the meat section, like you were just saying. Grab some meat. Uh, I suggest eating a little bit of veggies, uh, but you know you don't have to. Um, and, and just it's meals are easy, but most people don't want to meal prep their food. I I, I work in, in a, a car dealership and it's busy, and people are like, "Fuck, I, I don't got no food." Uh, I'm, what, what are they doing? They're door dashing. They're ordering fast food. They're, they're, they're going to get fast food. And and that is just – don't get me wrong. I used to be that same way. I used to eat a lot of fast food and just stuff my face. And that's the first time I bulked when I was in my early 20s. That's that's how I got you know up to a, a weight of 195 is, is a lot of cheat meals. You know, a lot of fast food, a lot, a lot of <laughs> yeah. pasta and all that stuff. But – you know, I wasn't cut, but I was definitely, uh, I had, I had the muscle as nice and bulky what I want. I accomplished my goal. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. Well, it, I mean, going back to the statement of, oh, I, I don't have any time. I'm going to DoorDash or run to the fast food place. Trust me. Next to every fast food joint is a fucking grocery store. Okay. It's very simple. You go into the grocery store, you make a right. Okay. You are not a lot. See, this is, this is, if I was going to teach someone the basics, I would teach them this about grocery stores. When you go to the grocery store, you're not allowed to buy anything that's in the center aisles. If it ain't on a fucking wall, you can't have it. 
Okay, like it's really simple. They sell pre-made meals on that wall. It's not it's not a double cheeseburger, okay, but it is fucking, you know, it's some type of meat and cheese and a fucking apple. Like it's really simple. Uh, yeah, it, you still got to be, you know, there are the pre-made meals that are, you know, necessarily good. You know, look at, you know, you got the the Chinese food, the the orange chicken that has uh, okay, if, it, it, or some of the other stuff. But hey, if it hasn't been cooking like all day, meat. okay, it's it, the grocery store is very simple. Yeah, it, every Safeway, okay, skip the first quarter mile of Safeway, and and shop on the rest of the walls. Oh, for sure. I think it's mostly the back wall. That, that's where they have most of the uh, all all the meats. That's that's the section I just go. It, <laughs> man, I, oh, I I'm just gonna get a whole other story of just. Dude, I'll, when you are on the carnivore diet and you're trying to bulk, it, or mostly carnivore, it is, it is hard. No, uh, it is not hard. Oh my god, well, I'll no, tell hard, you a secret. Hard, hard, hard of the sense of that, just the price of meat is so expensive. And it, well, that's it, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Nate. And I got to cut you off here, okay? okay? okay it, go ahead, dude. So I'm on this carnivore diet, and my wife is constantly bringing home pork and chicken. And I I looked at her, I go, Caitlin, I, I, I this is driving me crazy. She goes, what? It's like. It's the least exp- like we're you're eating so much meat like I don't think we can afford New York steaks like you're gonna we're literally gonna go bankrupt and you're gonna look great but we're gonna be broke and I'm like okay fine fuck I'll figure it out so um I found this guy's YouTube channel and sure enough he this guy was teaching you how to buy uh beef in bulk and if there's this one grocery store it's in Cal it's on it's in all the United States but it's called the Chef Store. And it's kind of like a it's kind of like a Costco, but it's they sell things in like bulk. So and it's not bulk like in the sense of they don't sell you like ten thousand rolls of toilet paper or fifteen cans of fucking salsa. It's like bulk. It's like pre cut meat. It's the same meat that they take to a restaurant and they dice it up and then they they sell it to you. So we go to the store and sure enough we buy, dude, a hundred dollar New York strip steak. That comes in a giant pack. It looks like a dead cow is on your fucking kitchen counter because that's what it is. It's a slice of cow. Dude, we got like 16 steaks out of this fucking thing. I calculated it out and it was like six, it was like $6.50 a steak, which is incredible. Like, if you, I mean, if you eat two steaks a day, that's like 13 bucks. You can't, you can't go to fucking McDonald's and spend less than 13 bucks. Now you got to oh, butcher yeah. it yourself. That's the thing. That's not no one. No one fucking explains to you. It comes in this giant pack is because you you need a knife and a fucking cutting board, and you need your five year old hold the meat down so it doesn't fly on the floor and your dog eats it. But it, dude, it's definitely doable. That's the one thing I suggest anyone doing if they're trying if they're going to do the carnivore diet and you want to eat like if you want to eat good meat and you want to eat beef, you want to eat steak or fucking you know whatever. Uh, what's the other steak called? Uh, freaking. Uh, not New York steaks, but um, like tomahawks or whatever the hell they are. Like oh, they sell okay, them in yeah. a fucking ribeye. yeah ribeyes. You could buy all those in these giant chunks of meat, and it's way better, dude. It's the best steak of your life, and it feels cool because you feel real like primitive. You know, you feel like a man. You're cutting. You you felt like you just killed the cow and you drug it in, and you're chopping up this fucking thing. It's really cool. You can watch a YouTube video on it and it'll save you save you hundreds of dollars in steak because I. At one point, like a couple months ago, my wife's like, oh, we're going to have New York steaks. I'm like, oh, cool. How much was this? And she goes, one pound was like $25. I'm like, holy shit. Like you could, you can buy, you could buy like 
30 pounds for a hundred bucks. Like this doesn't make any sense. So it's definitely out there. It's just, you got to kind of, you got to kind of hunt for those deals. Uh, that just reminded me of a, of a video. Uh, <laughs> Jay Cutler, one of my favorite bodybuilders, but he was talking about that. Like when he was doing the Mr. Olympias, he's like, yeah, I, I just pretty much go buy a whole cow and, you know, go to the butcher shop and they, you know, cut it all up for me. Oh yeah, man. And, uh, yeah. Uh, it, you know, freaking buy a whole cow at a time. I freaking, you know, I think he was talking about like 400 eggs at a time, like all, all just crazy stuff and, you know, training, doing all this stuff that these guys do. And it's, uh, but yeah, but it is, I've heard of it, you know, even, you know, doing that, it's, it's the way to go. I mean, if you got a big freezer to, to freeze a lot of this stuff, because it, it's, it's, the price is just phenomenal. Um, and, and you are getting, you know, fresh, good meat, uh, versus some of the stuff at the store. Dude, the stuff that's been sitting in plastic for the last three days is gross, man. It I won't ever eat a fuck another New York State that's already been butchered. I only butcher my own meat. It I, I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna be that guy now, okay? But I'm telling you, it's really easy, dude. It's we have steak all the time now. It is crazy. I I haven't seen a chicken leg or a fucking pork chop in forever. My wife, she oh my god, she buys these pork tenderloins, which I hate. Okay, I don't know. I just, I'm like, I'm, this is disgusting. Like, and I'm not saying like, it's good. It's fine. It's good. And people like it. And it, it does taste good every once in a while, but we were having it way too often. So I, I highly recommend anyone that is, if you're on a budget and you want to bulk up, or if you want to lose some weight and you're like, oh, I really want a steak, like don't buy, just spend the hundred bucks and butcher it yourself. Put it in Ziploc bags. It's really easy. Put in your freezer, take them out, let them thaw. It's the best steak you'll ever have. Plus you can cut them. How you want, like, dude? I I got like inch, inch and a half inch steaks. You know what I mean? I I, I am not uh, primitive like JC. I still go to the grocery store and just uh, buy it there. Uh, but you know, it's uh, something I should probably look into. But uh, you know, I I go the easier route on that. I just go and buy you know the four or five packages at a time, and I, or do the Costco thing. That, that always is uh, helpful too. Well, it, so the co- the Costco sells the same bulk of meat too. You just gotta look for it. Yeah, you gotta ask for it. They do. They do have that. Yeah, the by the box. Um, it, it is there. It's listed. It's, they don't have it out. Uh, you know, in the in the coolers. You just gotta ask them for it, and you you can definitely do that as well. Uh, buy it by the box. Well, so another another thing that uh, my grandma told me about it because she's one of the cheapest people in the world. Um, she would do the same thing. She'd buy the New York Strip steaks. Uh, cause my grandpa loves steak and, uh, she didn't like him butchering it in, in her kitchen. So what she would do, she would purchase the meat and then she would literally not even leave the store, turn around and head back to the butcher and be like, can you butcher this please? And it takes them like fucking, takes them like five minutes to do it. They, they'll butcher it, you know, yourself. Pretty cool. That, that, yeah, that is, uh, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I don't even, uh, honestly, when we started this uh, podcast, I did not think we were going to be, uh, you know, towards the end of it, talking about uh, butchering your own steak. Dude, uh, we, so went from growing, we went from growing social media channels to going back to the basics of getting healthy to you gaining a bunch of weight and me buying and butchering my own meat. I, I don't even know what we're going to call this episode, you know. Um, so you want to grow your social media and bulk up. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah it's uh grow your following and your meat you know <laughs> like, hey uh, you want to talk about some clickbait right there five tips to grow your following and your meat there we go 
it's uh yeah it's pretty incredible if you've made it this far uh into the uh the podcast we would greatly appreciate if you could please share the podcast with a friend that's all we ask you to do this episode simple it's straightforward if you've enjoyed what we've been putting down if you want to take uh you know uh, butcher classes with jc you know just all you got to do is share the podcast yeah um we're gonna we're gonna take jc's advice and we're gonna limit our calls call to action just one well, uh, it, I like it. it. Makes it simple, dude. It's it's simple, and you know, I was I was just thinking about it. I'm like, man, I every podcast I ever listen to, like, I don't follow any of their calls to action, and we're given the same calls to action. Like, let's let's be different. Let's just have one call to action. Just share it with a friend. That's all you got to do. And um, I think that's I don't know. Like, I I keep I keep diving into you know like landing pages and advertisement things, and I I I look at a. Uh, this this how much of a fucking dork I am. Um, I'm really into copywriting. So copywriting is essentially you you uh, you influence people to make a decision, right? It's like advertising. Is it's like uh, you know listening to this podcast and us you know giving you a, so much value that all we do is ask you to to share it with a friend, and then you do it because we're you know we're I don't say we're manipulating you, but we're we are kind of we're asking you to do something for us. And uh, so I, I always dive through, um, it's called swipefile.com and go there. It's WF, no, not WF. Uh, it's, uh, let's see here, S-W-I-P-E file, F-I-L-E.com. Go to that and dude, you will see hundreds of great examples of this. And it's it's one of those resources that I, I don't know, I geek out about, man. It's just, it's one of those things I'm passionate about is uh, manipulating people. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird uh, to say, for but the good, you know. Yeah, I mean, hopefully for the good, not for the. Uh, the oh bad, yeah, it's uh, always good. You could, I, I mean, there, there's people in history that have manipulated people in a really horrible way, and it's uh, it's the same techniques, dude. I mean, if you've ever read the book uh, Forty Eight Laws of Power, you'll want to put that book down and go, "Oh my god, like this is this is way this is crazy, like cultish shit." I mean, you know, this is all this is gonna be a whole nother crazy podcast thing, uh, but. I mean, COVID, you know, we saw how easy it was to, for people to be manipulated, you know, going along with things. And, and now that everything's come out of, it was all, you know, made up. The six-foot rule, Fauci admitted that he just freaking, it just kind of appeared. And then they went with it. <laughs> and so, like, you know, it, it is. People, uh, as a whole, as a mass, people are relatively easy to be manipulated. I mean, we can go back to all kinds of things in history, so... Um, yeah, that's, that's a whole nother podcast for uh, you know, another time. <laughs> Dude, it's a, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, uh, it's when you learn about this type of stuff, it really makes you open your eyes up to like, oh my God, like they got me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> six foot rule mask on, but it's okay to fly and it's also okay to take it off and then eat, but then put it back on to go to the bathroom. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like what? It, it yeah it's uh um, or, or the uh, the clear uh, glass out the register it, it can't go straight but it, you know because <laughs> you know it might not go over the sides but just i don't know right it's just this little piece of glass that keep everyone safe dude it i, I was a we it was a weird time in my uh my entrepreneurial journey i was i was brand new to it and it was funny. I was I was looking back. I had I had these like I had these Google Docs that where I just dump uh, like business ideas and stuff. And I was looking back like back in 2020, some of the business ideas I had had thought of. 
And now you think about it, you're like, oh my God, I, I could have made so much money. Like I was like, I'm starting a cleaning business. And they're like, what are you going to clean with? I'm like, fucking bleach. I don't know what kills COVID. You know, what's, you know, playing off this fear. And it's like, you know, the whole plexiglass. Do I had that idea before they even fucking popped up? And I'm like, we're selling, we're selling barriers. And my grandma's like, that won't ever work. And sure enough, it did. Um, and then, you know, like how people like jumped in the mask game and then, I had this, uh, one of my other ideas was, uh, we're selling bidets, you know, the whole like toilet, toilet paper scare. I was like, we're selling, we're, we're, you know, you're spraying water with your, in your ass. Like that's, they do it in Europe. We're doing it in America. Like we're going to make millions. And I just, you know, it's all about, you know, executions. And, uh, you know, when you, when you see one of those opportunities, dude, it's, you gotta, you gotta take it. Oh, for sure. Like, can you pivot and, and start, uh, doing something and yeah, and take it's sometimes some of those things are very short lived, but yeah, there are people that, you know, made billions, hundreds of millions of dollars. And because all of a sudden they started manufacturing masks or, or whatever it was or the plexiglass stuff or, you know, there's, yeah, it was only short lived for a couple of years, but yeah, I mean, did, there are people that do that all the time. We're going to inject people with water and we're going to call it a vaccine. <laughs> Like, well, I, yeah, that's that's a. We probably shouldn't be mentioning those words. We, we, we might get, uh, <laughs> get get our show canceled, but uh, yeah. If uh, if if it's still around, Nate, I, I've enjoyed it to say the least. For sure, you know we're we're closing in on a hundred episodes, and uh, yeah, it's it's going to be. I, I don't know. Are we going to do like a little celebration? Uh, I, I forgot to email Gary V and see if he'd be on our hundredth uh, episode. But we we should probably should find a guest here soon. What is Gary V our first guest? Uh, uh, well, that that would be awesome, you know, if he was. Uh, but uh, what? No, I'm being serious. Like, what if he was our first guest? That that would be a heck of a first guest. That's for sure. I mean, where, where would we go from there, though? That that would be that'd be the difficult thing, right? Like, it's like, you know, everyone listening for Gary V. Who's gonna be the next guest? And then it just it's like, ah, you know, and then we just we we gotta get the same uh, level of guests every time, and that could no, be you. I don't think you. I don't think you need the same level of guests. I mean, who's next next to Gary V. Alex Ramosi? Like, Nate, we're we're our our budget for our guests. Are, we we've already tapped out, buddy. I, I'm I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> like what, Alex Ramosi? To get Alex Ramosi in a room, I think is like a hundred grand right now. Oh, for, yeah. I mean, yeah. Between all, all the guests that we would want to have on uh, at that caliber, yeah, we, we'd be we'd be pretty tapped out. Well, um, it, so there was a guy uh, I started following like three or four years ago. He's a uh, he was a loan officer for like home loans, and he had this podcast, and he was doing he was doing pretty well. So it was back like during the pandemic, and they were doing a bunch of loans, and he had a bunch of extra money, and he really he was a huge fan of Gary Vee. and so he contacts Gary Vee's people. And he's like, I really want Gary V on my podcast. And the lady's like, yeah, we could probably make that happen. You know, Gary V's coming out with a new product and uh, it's one of the wine products. He goes, how much, how much wine do I need to buy? She goes, well, I mean, you know, to get 15 minutes, uh, you know, probably $15,000 worth of wine. He goes, done. And Gary V ended up doing like a 45 hour long podcast with them and uh, cost them 15 grand. But then he repurposed every single ounce of that content and grew a pretty, pretty crazy big brand. Like he was able to leverage that quite a bit. And I, I mean, I, it was great execution on his part and maybe great timing, but I thought it was pretty cool the way he, 
he hacked his growth by investing, you know, he, I mean, he bought a shitload of wine and, uh, but be able to, uh, to leverage Gary V. I, I thought it was pretty neat. The only thing that fears me about Gary V having him on this podcast is uh, it might end the podcast. Like it, it might like not end it in like a bad way. I'm saying like, it might end it in the sense of like, you and I are going to have to quit doing whatever we're doing like every other day just to grow this fucking podcast. Cause he's going to motivate <laughs> us in a way that we're like, we're running through fucking walls. I mean, that's good. That's what, that's what, that's what we need. That's what everyone needs. Right. I mean, I'm going to get everyone running through walls and, and changing their lives. I mean, that's, that's the goal. So could we have the fake Gary V? Have you seen these fake Gary V's pop up? No, I have not. The, the impersonators of Gary V. We could probably get one of those fuckers on here. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they, they wear his like sweatshirt and his beanie and like they've got his like little language down. I think we could hire one of those guys. There's a bunch of them on like TikTok. Jeez, I'm sure there's a bunch of uh, a whole bunch of other impersonators. Just what, what if we're just the fake fucking celebrity podcast where we just have fake <laughs> guests on? I think it might be a cool I, niche. That that would be a, a interesting niche. I mean. <laughs> Just interviewing fake everyone, like everyone that's fake. You know, you, you, I mean, you could probably get some pretty good guests on there. Oh my gosh. I, and talking I, about clickbait. Oh my God. We've got Gary V on the show. <laughs> it's fake Gary V. Maybe we just might have to start a, another podcast. We're, we'll keep this one. We got, but we just might have to start another one. That one, that one might grow way too big. It, I, <laughs> that, I just that's would the be... be growing. We're like, we're we're we're, we're five hundred episodes in on Action Takers, uh, <laughs> and this one we're ten episodes in. We got a million subscribers, <laughs> dude. It would be crazy. That would be one of the coolest because there's not one out there. I mean, there's all kinds of people like you know. Hey, we've got Donald Trump on the fucking show, and we've got that comedian that just imitates Donald Trump. Yeah. That would be, dude. That would be remarkable. I, I mean, there, there would, it's just for entertainment. I mean, it, it would be a good show. I mean, I, people would probably tune in. What, what would we ask fake Gary V? What, what would, would we ask fake Gary V the same questions we would ask the real Gary V? I don't v? know, right? Or do you, do you ask him different questions? Do you ask them fake questions? Because no, I, they're, if they're true fake Gary V, they literally just take over the whole podcast and for 45 minutes, we don't actually say anything and he just yells at us. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's what Gary V does. That's the one thing I fear about having a guy like that on the podcast is I'm gonna be I'm gonna get pissed. I'm gonna be like, listen, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> like I've got something to say too. You know, I know you're important, but oh my god, I want to ask you a question, Gary V. Calm down. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Uh, it, it would be good though. I mean, gosh. I got your wheels turning, that's for sure. For for sure, no, you, you got me. Th- and and now I'm just like, well, what other, what other niche podcasts could we come up with? Like, man, dude, it. So, um, I used to do this. I used to do the Aloha Press podcast, and one of the biggest issues was, um, I quit my job at the sheriff's office, so I had free reign to say whatever I wanted, and my co-host was still employed, and uh, he could not. And at certain points in time, he'd be like, dude, you have to cut out like ten minutes. He's like. I can't even be in the same room with you. Like you said some shit that's so out of left field. Like I can't be, I just can't be in the same dude. I'm going to go to jail if I'm sitting in the same room with you. And, uh, he and I were, uh, having a conversation. He goes, dude, it, 
if you could do an anonymous podcast and then just dump a bunch of like dirty secrets um, of like real life shit and just make it completely anonymous about things that we used to like do for a living. So like in law enforcement specifically, you could grow, I think, a big fucking following. The only problem with it is it's it's faceless. So you ain't getting famous, but you might get rich. <laughs> Which might not be a bad thing. Like you can't you can't like uh you can't uh you can't cancel someone that you don't know, right? I mean there's a bunch of these like faceless Twitter accounts now that have like hundreds of thousands of followers that are like doing really well and you don't it's they're faceless. It's crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, Instagram, all the social media platforms have them. I mean, yeah, or just even that, right? There's like freaking meme uh, Instagram accounts or whatever for different things that have millions of followers. And they are pretty, they're faceless, but, you know, so, someone somewhere is somehow monetizing them, uh, I'm sure. But there is, yeah, there's no person, quote unquote, face to that account. It's just their memes or, or something of that nature that have hundreds of thousands if not millions of followers it uh so i was uh i was listening to the show and they were talking about um how to build a like a service-based business like um like uh they were doing like social media content stuff so they were posting a bunch of stuff and they were starting to deal with like influencers and one of the ceos is like dude influencers suck they're so they're like they're like the artists you know they're like they're creative like they're just, they have shitty processes. They, they're kind of in their own flow. They don't really follow rules. Like they're just doing their own thing and they're just, they don't hit deadlines. Like they don't hit the graphics and, the, and they don't need, like they don't need the metrics. Like they do their own thing and then they take on these sponsorships and it's just like not, you don't get the same, like, uh, you don't get the same person when you're, when you're doing these ads. So this company came up, they're like, fuck this, fuck the influencer. We're going to make our own influencers. And that's what they did. They came up with a bunch of these meme accounts to essentially advertise to. They're like, it's way easier. And I'm like, holy shit, like that's fucking brilliant. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, uh, gosh, I, I want to say I heard something even similar to that. Um, not so much meme account, but like, yeah, it's essentially, yeah, it's just creating, creating whatever it is to, to be the, yeah, the influencer for you, but it's not, it's just like, be the, you know, some sort of faking guys. It could even be a fake, fake person, right? Or, or a real person, but not, you know, just making them into the influencer to the face of, and yeah, you don't have to spend the extra money or have the, the headache, which is, which is essentially what AI kind of, I, guess could go in a way right because it's AI can create these things and whatever else that you don't necessarily need a person anymore like they can be the creative they can do all this stuff and boom you <laughs> don't have to deal with a person what uh does AI scare you at all uh, I mean not in the sense of you know the the I don't want to say the AI, but the AI, I guess, in the sense of that they're doing the stuff with the robots, right? And then the whole Terminator uh, type thing, you know, because you see some of these robots that they post online that are, you know, look like humans and they freaking can shoot guns or they're jumping, you know, five feet in the air onto these boxes. And, <laughs> you know, they're, they're doing some crazy stuff or dog, right? They have like the robot dogs that can do freaking crazy things and... That does. I mean, right? Like, it, I, I once disagree. The AI gets put in with it, and then what? So I disagree with those fuckers because, um, 
I would just unplug them, you know, like just turn them off, you know, <laughs> like what, I mean, what, what really scares me is the, the AI stuff that is coming out that you don't, um, that you, that isn't, it's not like Terminator type stuff. That's not what I'm scared of. I'm scared of the, the AI that fucking calls me and says my grandma's in the hospital and I need to, um, you know, she missed her copay and I need to send her fucking 300 bucks or the AI that like, you know, my son, when he turns 18, you know, calls me from fucking jail and asks me for bail money. Those are the AI type things that really scares the shit out of me. And I think that's going to be here soon. I, I think it's already here. Um, I'm already like, I dude, because I own these fucking businesses, I get these phone calls all the time and it's fucking AI generated shit. And it drives me crazy. And that's the thing that that that's the thing that really kind of makes me nervous. I'm not so worried about like the, you know, the guy that you know the robot that you know shoots a bunch of people because I, eh, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm not that scared yet of that, um, and I'm not really scared of AI like taking over people's jobs because people are fucking horrible at doing a job. Like if I can have an AI robot cook me a pizza and the pizza's fucking perfect, I'll take that guy over the dirt bag that you know probably spinning it because he doesn't like the way I look. Um, but the, the fake AI stuff that really scares me. I mean, that's been here. I mean, not, I don't want to say it was an AI, but I mean, people scamming people uh, of those same sorts of things has been going on for years. Right. I mean, that's just, and, and even that, right. Like of, of doctor, I, I've heard those things uh, of just, but scammers, right. When we got the, the prince of whoever, but you know, is is one of them. But they're yeah, they're from Nigeria. That's where they're from. They're from Nigeria. I'm a prince from Nigeria. I need to flee to your country. I want to send you fifteen thousand dollars, and then just send it back to me. Like, yeah, send me a thousand. I'm gonna give you fifteen. Like yeah, yeah. Or the guys who say, "Oh, you won this fucking lottery. Like you've got a hundred thousand dollars waiting for you. You know, just you know, send us this processing fee of fifteen hundred dollars, and all of a sudden, you know, they're out." you know, their entire life savings, that, that shit happens. And I think it's just going to get more complex. And I think it's going to get even, I think it's going to become even more real. Oh uh, yeah, I know for sure. Right. And then there, there has to be things put in place that can detect it. Right. I mean, I guess eventually, you know, there's hopefully things that, you know, maybe it will be on your phones, on your computers that can be like, Hey, yeah, this is AI generated. This isn't an actual person. I you know some sort yeah. of, blocker defender whatever that's software that you'll be able to install well and the one thing that the one thing that scares me as a content creator because we're we're building out this adventure three channel is that people or a or people you know uh having ai steal our content and make travel content out of it and it being faceless and that that makes me really nervous um, because of how much like work and effort I put into these videos and someone's just going to come through and, uh, you know, steal it and then, uh, repurpose it. And, and essentially, you know, we're, we're going to be a victim of this crime, this faceless, faceless crime. Yeah. Oh, gee, shit. <laughs> uh, man, uh, technology. Um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see, uh, where it uh, ends up. Now, do you use any AI stuff? I do not. I have not. Really? Yeah. No. I, uh, Nate, I try and Nate, stay you're away from it. You're, you're a filthy liar. You're a, no, you're a filthy liar. This podcast uses AI. Oh, does it? Oh, oh absolutely, dude. It's uh one of the cool. So one of the coolest things I found 
um, probably probably like four or five months ago. Um, so what it does for our podcast is, um, I take the podcast and I take the raw files, I dump them into GarageBand, I edit it in GarageBand. So I take a clip, send it to the front, I add our intro, and then we get into the podcast, right? And then the outro, I I copy and paste the outro, I put that at the end, and then I export that. And I upload it to our podcast player because it's a finished product. And then order. So if you look in our description, all the timestamp stuff and all like we can have, we we have an entire like transcript. So I dump it into this AI platform that uh, I think it was like 30 bucks or maybe 90 bucks. And um, so I dump it into this platform and it takes the podcast itself and it uses AI to essentially generate an entire transcript of everything that we said in the entire thing. And then it will take that transcript and it'll break it down to even like the intro. It'll, it'll break it down to like, it'll identify my voice and it'll identify your voice. And then it'll break it up into like the timestamp. So like if someone wanted to go and be like, I don't want to listen to JC talking about, you know, chopping up meat in his fucking RV, you know, I can skip to where, you know, we're talking about AI stuff and they can literally skip to it. And it's just based on the timestamp. So it's, it's actually, dude, it's, it's really cool for that because that used to take me, that would take me like 10 hours to try and do, um, manually where a computer can do it now. And it's, it takes like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Which is, uh, and like there, there are benefits to it, right? It's something like that, right? Well, you talk, you talk about the titles, <laughs> AI generates that too. It produces 10 <laughs> titles and then I manipulate it from there. It gives me like. You know, it gives me a bunch of examples, and then I just manipulate it from there, and it's it's really e- it's really easy. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, it gives you some ideas, but like, uh, let's just put these these together, and okay, this is actually this sounds good. But uh, I I don't know. I think there's there's definitely some use cases for it, but also there's yeah, you can definitely you know us talking about like copywriting and how to ma- manipulate people. You can definitely use it for you can use it for good, but you could also use it for bad. Oh, for sure. So do you want to call it? What else? This is the most random episode we've ever done in our lives. Is there anything and, else you want to talk about? And, and, and probably the chest? longest. Probably the longest, yes. <laughs> Man, you, you know how we go. We we just get into, we just start going down uh, different rabbit holes and it's just they just go. I'm on, we could turn it into a Joe Rogan podcast. Of- I, dude, I'm on a roll. Like I, I heard this business, this shitty business idea um, earlier this week, and I thought it was fucking brilliant. And I looked it up, and there's not a company that's doing it yet. But hear me out, because I think this is a great, I think this is a great opportunity, and I'm, I'm going to pitch you here on this, okay? okay? So there's things in your camera roll that you probably don't want the rest of the world to see, correct? For sure. Okay, so this is what we do. We design a calculator app. Okay, and the calculator app is actually a secret phone, like a secret photo, uh, like app, right? It keeps the dirty pictures hidden, all right? And the only way you access that is you open the calculator app and you enter a formula, right? Two plus two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, okay? And then you get access to your dirty photos. What do you think? Is that not one of the best ideas in the world? I could. My wife's like, "What would you use that for?" I'm like, "Well, I'd use that so my son doesn't see things that I don't want him to see." Uh, yeah. I mean, I 
I've, I've heard of something similar to that before. I, I don't know if it was on, you know, computers or phones or web, but you know, I, I've heard something similar to that, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I, I'm, I'm sure there's a ton of people that would use it. Let's just leave it at that. It's one into bunch of dick pics. Okay. That's, that's what you're, uh, that's what the ladies are storing, right? Obviously, we cannot get away from meat on this episode. So no, absolutely sausage and steak. It's uh, <laughs> that's the way it goes. It's uh, all right. Another, I, I've got another shitty business business idea that I think is really cool. Um, Nate, I'm gonna buy a pontoon boat, and we're gonna do pontoon boat yacht tours. All right. So while you're on the pontoon boat, you, you drive around and look at yachts. So. No, no, no. It, it's a sh- it's like a redneck yacht, you know, tour. Okay, the pontoon boat is the yacht. Okay, we call it the redneck yacht. All right. Oh, uh, okay, okay. You, I see. you, you make a quick uh, landing page. We got to buy a boat. Okay, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, a couple of coolers barbecue on this pontoon boat, right? And we're gonna advertise it to uh, to companies who do their little retreats. We're we're gonna get the people on, and uh, we're going to uh, take them out on the lake. And they're gonna get drunk, have some uh, some more of JC's meat, and then uh, they're gonna enjoy themselves. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Not a great idea. What are you talking about? I mean, it's definitely a good summertime summertime uh, business there, you know. And uh, yeah, dude, we so we rented one of these pontoon boats out of South Lake Tahoe for our fantasy football draft. So. It's like 10 dudes on a pontoon boat, endless amounts of beer and burgers, jumping into the freezing lake. Guess how much we spent on this pontoon boat, okay? Nothing fancy. Keep in mind, this pontoon boat is, it has two slides that uh, was too, it was like meant for like five-year-old children, and then it had a raft uh, that literally, um, that kicked out the back, and it kind of drenched you in freezing South Lake Tahoe water. And uh, it was four hours long. Guess how much it was? I'd say probably like three hundred bucks, dude. It was twenty eight hundred dollars for four oh, hours. It's like you can almost buy a whole fucking pontoon boat for that. Yeah, I know. I I looked at them. They're fucking. They're ten grand for a nice one. Okay, in the winter months, you could buy a boat for ten grand, and in four four hour trips. So in sixteen hours, you can you can make your money back. Much in two days, right? You can run it out to two people oh, a day. Oh, 100%. Dude, we had the morning shift, so we got on the boat at fucking, which I don't recommend, 9 o'clock in the morning. So we froze our ass off, okay, for the first three hours. I got sunburned like no other because I'm an idiot and didn't bring sunscreen. Um, and, uh, yeah, dude, they had they had three, for that day, they had three four-hour charters booked. So they went from 9 to nine to 1, one thirty to four five thirty, and then from six to nine they did like a sunset cruise. Absolutely nuts. Jeez, yeah. First. Anyways, we probably we probably should call this episode, right? Uh, we probably should. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I still get to go finish my seventy five hard for the night. Oh, that's true. All right, Nate. Um, really appreciate it, buddy. And until uh, next time. Oh yeah, take some action. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours.